0: You're listening to the Telltale Channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check out my Patreon. And take a look at my other YouTube channels, too. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything I release. All links are in the description. In this podcast, we're going to talk about Trump getting indicted for espionage. We're going to go through the indictment with a third-year law student, my wife. Candace Taylor, ex-governor candidate of Georgia, claiming to be a flat earther, and then reversing course within almost a day. Trumpist Pete Santilli ramping up his language after Trump's indictments. The Trumpist underground is really upset about this. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. If you want to contact me in text form, you can do so by going to my website, OwenMorgan.com, hitting the Contact Me button and filling out the little thing there. It sends an email to me. It's how I filter out spam. Available on mobile and desktop.
1: And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a, in one of the unisex bathrooms, a litter box for the kids that identify as cats.
0: Lisa Hansen is her name. Believe it or not, I believe she is the creator of the litter box myth. The myth that the urban legend, if you will, that there's a litter box placed in some school for a trans person who believes that they're a cat in a human body or whatever. Completely made up, of course. Fabricated. It's not real. Never was. Never any evidence produced for it. But this was the, to my knowledge, I mean, unless it came somewhere else, I've looked pretty hard. I believe that this is the origin. Lisa Hansen showing up at a school board meeting and, you know, speaking for her two minutes or whatever and saying that there is a, you know, a school in the district with a litter box. Never gets more specific than that because it's fake. I wanted to uh, read an email I got recently from Braden. It's about this. Hey Owen, I've been watching your content for quite a few years now, and recently I've been thinking about something. I live up in Canada, and a few months back I heard a bunch of people talking about kids identifying as animals, asking for litter boxes in schools, refusing to speak English, etc. Do you think that the craze around this is meant to be like a slippery slope? Like if we let people identify as different genders, they'll identify as different species kind of thing. I know this might be surface-level analysis. I'm curious as to your thoughts about it. Anyway, sorry for the long message. Thanks for taking the time to read this, and I love your content. Keep it up. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely a slippery slope. a matter of fact, I released a video about Pat Robertson not too long ago. Pat Robertson, of course, this guy on screen here, he, he died, and so I, I went through like his legacy and what he's most famous for, you know, all that stuff. That was, yeah, he went through that slippery slope. He said people are going to start identifying as animals and everything if we allow gay marriage.
2: The gays are going to get it. They're going to make you conform to them. You're going to say you like antibiotics, you like or. you like b- you like anything you can think of that to whatever it is and sooner or later you're going to have to conform your religious beliefs to the group of some aberrant thing it it, it, it won't stop at homosexuality the,
0: yeah it is very much a slippery slope i mean there's a lot more to this clip if you want to see the whole thing i break it all down in the pat robertson video so just go check that out but yeah that's what it is it's a slippery slope and this whole thing about people identifying as a different species of animal or whatever was made up it's called otherkin it's fake it was made up by 4chan i think or 8chan one of the chans made it up it's fabricated nobody is actually going around claiming to be an animal in a human body or an animal spirit in a human body it's not happening now there are furries these are just people that like dressing up in costumes you know there are cosplayers too People that like dressing up like Zelda characters or whatever. People like dressing up sometimes. That It's not like... It doesn't have to be a sexual thing. In fact, the percentage of sexual-related things with furries is in extremely small. It's like 1% of the furry fandom or the furry world does it for sexual reasons. Almost non-existent. It's mostly just because they enjoy dressing up. It's fun. It's hilarious you know they have a good time but you know people have to propagandize they have to spread these slippery slope arguments and honestly it's the exact same propaganda tactic that the kkk used in the 1950s talked about this in another video again the pat robertson one but there was a a black family in the 1950s after segregation was coming to an end black family named the myers moves into a white neighborhood they were previously not allowed to live in because of segregation. And they did a case study on the Myers and the town and how they reacted to it. The KKK got their hooks in, in this in Levittown, Pennsylvania, I think, is where this happened. They got their hooks in, they spread their propaganda, and it scared people, naturally. Being
3: for Myers can be difficult if one's background rejects this decision.
4: Some of the people are definitely against integration. And they have told my children that they have to marry negris. And my child doesn't even know what a nigga is, but from the sound, it has scared them, and they have come home just crying. <clears throat> Mommy, do I have to marry negras? And my answer in handling all the fears that children come in is that you can marry whomever you wish.
0: See, the KKK goes into this town and... Fearmongers tells the children goes to an extreme tells the children if integration happens if we end segregation you will be forced to marry a black person if you don't marry a black person then you'll be breaking the law and that puts people you know who are for segregation on the back foot this rumor spreads fear spreads across this community and as somebody who is in favor of segregation you have to come out against that Naturally, no one should be forced to marry who they don't want to marry, right? But that's kind of supporting the KKK's messaging by feeding into the propaganda that they presented. So either you have to defend the the fake dichot- the false dichotomy that the KKK set up, or you have to fight against it. The same tactic can be found in anti-abortion people, in, in pro-life people or whatever. The left is in favor of abortions up to the ninth month of pregnancy nobody is in favor of that but they've put you on the back foot now you have to argue for that position or admit that you're pro-life or something right they've created a false dichotomy it's a propaganda technique that they set up and we, we saw the exact same thing so yes you're absolutely on point with this it's like a slippery slope type of thing if we allow trans people in then we're gonna get you know people pretending to be animals it's absurd anyway thank you for the email Hey, Owen, Oklahoma State School Board just approved the state's first taxpayer-funded religious charter school, a Catholic school. Yeah, I heard about this. They were warned by the state attorney general they were violating the U.S. and Oklahoma constitutions. This will end up at the Supreme Court. Yeah, before I read any further. Absolutely, I heard about this. It's basically a plot put together by this guy right here. Ryan Walters is his name. He's trying to make a name for himself as being really, really extreme. He's a superintendent in Oklahoma. overseeing this charter school that is religious in nature and taxpayer funded. Listen to what he had to say here.
5: But, you know, the the teachers union, you know, I I don't negotiate with the teachers union. They're a terrorist organization that is content. Members, members that has continued to spread
0: misinformation around the state claims that the teachers union is a terrorist organization. Dude, does it get more extreme than this? honestly he's shooting for a spot on fox news seems to me or even newsmax that's not to mention the governor kevin stitt who i think the emailer mentions in a minute i believe the emailer mentions both these clips but i want to provide context before walking into the email so check this out this is the governor of oklahoma kevin stitt swearing the allegiance of the state over to jesus by the authority vested in him, by the federal government, he is giving the, giving ownership of Oklahoma over to Jesus.
3: Father, we just claim Oklahoma for you. Every square inch, we claim it for you in the name of Jesus. Father, we can do nothing apart from you. We know we don't battle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and darkness. And Father, we just come against that. We just lose your will over our state right now in the name
0: of Jesus. Yeah, 2022, it's uh, November 9th, 2022 is when he said all of this, after the election. So it wasn't like he's trying to like win points in the election with the evangelicals or something. This is just what he believes. We just thank you that we
3: claim Oklahoma for you as the authority that I have as governor and the spiritual authority and the physical authority that you
0: I claim Oklahoma for you with the authority I have as governor.
3: Spiritual authority and the physical authority that you give me. I claim, Oklahoma, for you, that we will be a light to our country and to the world right here from our state. And we thank you that your will is done on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, so Tuesday is—well, maybe it was before the election then. I, I Maybe it wasn't exactly November 9th. Anyways, Tuesday is when the election happened. He's referring to Tuesday, so maybe it was just an election ploy. But either way, that's, that's unhinged from reality, man. That's wrong. It, it's clear— Christian nationalism, the clearest example I think I've seen, right? So Kevin Stitt, that guy, and this guy right here, Ryan Walters, worked together to create a taxpayer-funded religious school, the first in the country. And as the emailer said, this is probably going to the Supreme Court, which is bad because the Supreme Court is made up of a majority Christian nationalists. So we'll see how this goes, how they decide. It's not fantastic. Anyway, let's keep reading. This isn't surprising. I know you've covered our governor, Kevin Stitt, the one who dedicated every inch of the state to Jesus. Yeah, that was what we just watched. And our state superintendent, Ryan Walters, who called the Teachers Union a terrorist organization. Keep an eye on this one. I have zero faith the Supreme Court will uphold the First Amendment. If these nutter butters are able to start indoctrinating kids 40 hours a week, we're in big trouble. I wish Muslims or the Satan church would try to open a charter school of public money. That would shut them down. They want to indoctrinate kids, but they hate Muslims and atheists more. Yeah, see, that's that's the problem. I think I, I get the distinct impression that they're going to find some exemption or some rule in law, some way to rationalize, only allowing Christians to set up public schools that are publicly funded. At that point, it truly is a Christian nationalist state, right? Seems to me. When Christianity is given this opportunity to take pack ta- uh, to take taxpayer money but not others it's just insane man anyway good luck in Oklahoma not fantastic I do not envy you honestly the u.s is in a rough spot with Christian nationalism but I have to tell you I mean don't don't feel discouraged by this don't feel discouraged we have the numbers on our side it's a loud minority of nutcase extremists that are pulling the strings right now and doing this absolutely unhinged stuff. We have the numbers. If people just get out and vote, we will succeed. We will win every single election in a landslide. It's only 10 to 20% of the people that believe this insane, unglued-from-reality stuff. It's just that this 10 or 20% are the ones that vote the most because they have nothing else in their life going on. You know, they're retired, they don't have a job, they're taking... Social Security or they're taking a pension or whatever. They just sit at home all day on the Internet, discovered Facebook for the first time and went down a rabbit hole. And now they're Christian nationalist extremists or they watch Fox News and they're extremists. They're the ones that vote. We need to get out there and vote. We can out we can override their votes if we just get out there. So don't feel discouraged. Gen Z is getting out and voting in droves. They swayed the election last time. We just have to get out there and do it. This is from John T. I was wondering about one of your videos. Joe Biden was questioned by a reporter about Hunter Biden's involvement and Joe Biden denied the allegations and then deflected to what Trump did wrong. Yes, absolutely. I remember that one. I'm not sure which video that was or I would play it. But yeah, a reporter asked Joe Biden about Hunter Biden and if he's going to address it. And Joe Biden said, no, I've never had any business dealings with my son or, or any connection to his stuff overseas. So he answers the question, Joe Biden does, and then he deflects and says, but Trump is, shouldn't be calling world leaders and causing problems for them or shouldn't be doing this or that or whatever. I don't remember exactly what, what it was he said. And I complimented Joe Biden on his political strategy of deflecting that way. And this, this emailer points out that I complimented when Joe Biden does something politically intelligent or politically savvy or intelligent when dealing with the press. But I show disgust when Trump does it. I've heard you say that doing that is wrong when Trump has done it in the past. When the topic isn't about Trump, it was about Joe and Hunter Biden. Just wondering if you could help me understand the difference. Also, big fan. Love your work. Appreciate it. You're right. No, um, I, I, I will compliment Trump, too. He's very politically savvy. He's very intelligent when it comes to manipulating the press now that's a bad thing it's damaging to society because he does this slow drip trump does he does something absolutely unglued from reality and that gets in the news and when that kind of fades away he does something else that's completely psychotic and then that fades away he wants trump wants to stay in the news cycle 24 7 he wants people to not hear anything except for him all about him and what he's doing, good or bad. No press is bad press in Trump's mind. That is politically intelligent. It's a good move for him. But I don't respect him, and I don't respect the fact that he's doing it at all because he's doing it for nefarious reasons. Now, in Joe Biden's case, what he did was also deflect, and it was also politically intelligent, just like Donald Trump's moves have been. But I respect the fact that Joe Biden is taking attention away from false information. Donald Trump only spews false information. As a strategy, I respect how intelligent it is, but I still think it's wrong overall. Anyway, thank you for the email. I appreciate it. It's an interesting question. Hey Owen, this is Jason from Saskatchewan, Canada. I just want to call in and say that like, the way that the far right uses children, like, oh, we want to save the children, we want to protect children from this and that, blah, 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 but they're willing to Pass like a bill that is going to legalize child marriage. Yeah, so he's saying the right pretends to care about children and care about their safety and everything, but then they pass child marriage bills. And you, he didn't mention this, but what about the child labor laws that are coming out? They're opening up labor laws so that children can work at younger and younger ages for less and less money. They Never cared about children's safety. Think about how disgusting is that. It's really sad. All right, that's all I wanted to tell. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, I appreciate that. Absolutely agree. Yeah, it was never about protecting children. It was always about getting their way, getting what they want. And when I say they, I mean the political right. I mean Donald Trump and his sycophants. I mean... Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the governor of Alabama or Arkansas, Arkansas, I think, who signed those child labor laws. I mean, QAnon, trying not to use weasel words here. I'm talking about specific people who use children to their benefit when it's convenient and drop it like a hot potato when it's not convenient anymore. They never cared about it. Anyway, thank you for the uh, voicemail.
3: Theo and Lou from a constant state of Missouri just finished watching the last bit of uh, God's Not Dead, and I really was kind of upset. You point out that it was hit and run, but it was a time for celebration, so it was clearly a hit and run for Jesus. And that's a good thing, I, I guess.
0: Maybe. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate the uh, voicemail. Yeah, give a little context here. If you've never heard of or seen God's Not Dead, it's a Christian propaganda film that I talked about. I went from beginning to end the entire movie I watched on my Telltale Unfiltered channel. And at the very end of the movie, this evil atheist gets hit by a car. Deservedly so, right? Because he's an atheist. And then, you know, there's a pastor there, a kind-hearted, nice pastor who loves everybody. Except for gay people. They don't bring that up. That's irrelevant. So there's this pastor in his car nearby and sees this evil atheist get hit by a car. And he gets out and the evil atheist looks up in his dying moment, says, I love Jesus. I didn't have time to dedicate my life. And the pastor says, that's okay. I can I can baptize you now. It's raining. We have water here. So just swear your allegiance to God and I'll baptize you. You go to heaven just like that. So anyways, Lou is pointing out that it was a beautiful moment because this this evil atheist was going to heaven. Sadly, that's how a lot of evangelical extremists view it that it's a good thing, that death is desirable seemingly. I mean, this is by the way the exact mindset that led to the 9/11 hijackings. People believing that it's preferable to be in heaven and this is a straight shot to heaven. They convince children to strap bombs around themselves walk up to soldiers and hit a button because they'll go straight to heaven they're doing something good in favor of their religion it's fundamentalism it's extremism and it leads to absolutely disturbing results so you're absolutely correct on that point lou i appreciate the voicemail it is about as disturbing as it gets to see people endorse that type of thing or portray that type of thing that the the movie did fascinating movies by the way i covered god's not dead one and two and i intend to do three and four at some point but uh yeah we'll see how it goes yeah let me know what you think about it in the comments thank you so much for the uh, voicemails and emails everybody we should probably be watching for jared kushner trying to flee to saudi arabia uh yeah i would say so absolutely dude got two billion dollars from saudi arabia two billion what the hell did he do to get $2 2 billion dollars. You know how long it takes to count to a million? If you count one every second, it takes 11 days. You know how long it takes to count to a billion? 31 and a half years. That's the difference between a million and a billion to put it into context. Jared Kushner didn't get a million dollars from Saudi Arabia. Inexplicably, what did he get it for? It wasn't a million dollars, wasn't 10 million, it wasn't 100 million, it wasn't a billion. It was 2 billion dollars from Saudi Arabia for what what did he get two billion dollars for people don't just give away two billion dollars okay you know how many billionaires there even are in the world there are 2,640 billionaires in the world and one of those 2,640 billionaires turned Jared Kushner into one of them used to be 2,639 now it's 2,640 Because one of those 2,000 billionaires gave Jared Kushner enough money to qualify to be on that list. What did the president's son-in-law give to Saudi Arabia to receive so much money it would take somebody 61 years to count if they didn't sleep or eat or use the bathroom through it? 61 years. What did he do for them? One can only speculate. Anyway, thank you for the, uh, the super chat on that. We should probably be watching for Jared Kushner trying to flee to Saudi Arabia. Agreed. Next, we're going to talk about Trump getting indicted for espionage. We're going to go through the indictment with a third-year law student, my wife. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description.
2: Well, there's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats.
0: This dude is still talking about Hillary Clinton and Democrats like all these years later. How long has it been since Hillary Clinton has been like the focus of politics in the U.S.? Honestly, eight years, maybe. So if you didn't hear, Donald Trump has been indicted again, except this time it seems to be really serious. It's about the documents, the classified documents that he took home with him after he left. They were the highest level of security and he stole them from the White House, refused to give them back is a big thing. So we're going to take a look at him and we're going to bring a third year law student in to talk about it with us. Uh, the annotated version of the classified documents indictment. The third year law student is my wife here. This is Rose. So anyway, she's going to be helping us in just a minute. But before we talk about the indictment specifically with rose we're gonna watch a reaction to donald trump being indicted like one of his followers is absolutely losing his mind so let's watch this video this is mark levin on fox news melting down over donald trump being indicted on this documents case by the way this documents case is serious this is real okay people get 20 years in adx florence supermax for what Donald Trump did, no joke. This is real. So let's listen to Mark Levin downplay it and talk about how it's not a big deal and the Democrats are just doing a witch hunt and all this stuff. Check this out, early June 2023.
6: They're throwing all these process crimes and all these crimes that grow out of the criminal investigation
0: against Trump. He thinks this is a process crime apparently.
6: What did he do with the documents?
0: Did he sell them to the enemy? No. Hey, you don't know that, that's the problem. We have no idea what he did with the documents. Actually, we do know what he did with them. He stacked them up in his bathroom so people could sit on the toilet reading them like a shampoo bottle. That's what he did with the documents. So anyways, I mean, there's a real picture of this, seriously. Anyways, yeah, this guy's melting down and trying to make light of this when this is actually a very serious situation.
6: That's why we have an espionage act, not the trick of a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No, the government has all the documents back.
0: I don't think they have all of them. I could be wrong on this. Do you know anything about this, Rose? If they have all the documents, did they recover all of them?
7: I think they recovered most of them. I think some of them were flushed down the toilet.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard too. <laughs> 10 to 15 times flushing that toilet because those documents wouldn't go down. Seriously, this is like ridiculous. This whole situation is absurd
6: so there is no violation of the presidential records act at this point but they throw the book at him they go after his attorneys they make them testify they're attorneys under the crime fraud exception to attorney-client privilege that means he didn't have due process
0: okay there's an exception to what, what was it uh the crime fraud exception to attorney-client privilege there you know that's not a uh, a violation of due process Do you have any insight on this rose
7: i mean it's pretty much true like if you know that your client is going to be committing a crime or is using like what you tell them to commit a crime you kind of have to report that otherwise that that's not great so yeah that's not a violation of due process that's the client or that's the lawyers just trying to make sure they're doing everything above board the way that they're required to by the ethics board and their, you know, state board.
0: Right. So from my understanding, there are a- an absolutely absurd amount of ethics that lawyers have to follow. There are ethics classes that you have to take, and if you violate some of these ethics, you lose your right to practice law. You get you your bar license yanked. I mean this happened to Rudy Giuliani, right? So, from my understanding, What Mark Levin is talking about, bringing it back to Donald Trump, as soon as the indictment dropped, Donald Trump's lawyers quit. Two of them quit on the spot when they read the indictment. That should tell you something about how real this is. Okay, he's paying them obscene amounts of money, no doubt. How much are they making? Millions of dollars a year to work for him. Right. And the prestige involved in this, even if they lose the case, their names are going to be tied to this for the rest of their lives. Right. And that's prestigious. But when the indictment dropped, they quit. That should tell you about how serious this is for Donald Trump right now. This is no joke.
6: His own lawyers were being subjected to interrogations and they had hundreds of in-person people testifying in front of
0: grand juries. The The gall, hundreds of people testifying you say? Can you imagine? Thousands of collections of documents for what? For
6: what? And they indict him today? They indict him today in Miami? All of a sudden it's in Miami? All of a sudden we have a Florida grand jury? Because the moron in Washington figured out that there are venue issues.
0: That- Dude, I have no idea what he is talking about right now. Venue issues? Does this make any sense to you?
7: Yeah, so the was- grand jury was actually in Washington.
0: Because it's a federal charge.
7: And then they indicted him in Miami because that's the easiest place to have the case. You know, everything that, everything related to the crime occurred there. All the witnesses are there. All the evidence is there. Trump's there. That's Trump's home state. Like, it only makes sense to have it there. Otherwise, had they brought it in Washington, it could have been dismissed under a doctrine called forum non-convenience, which is basically Latin for this isn't a convenient forum and it wouldn't be.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I also heard that Judge Eileen Cannon is going to be the judge overseeing this case in the the early stages. Now, if you if that name sounds familiar to you, it's probably because Eileen Cannon was the judge that appointed a special master to Trump's last case. I mean, the last time, I think it was the documents case, actually, originally. She very obviously showed favor to Trump originally, showed bias in his favor, it seems to me and pretty much everybody else. It is a subjective thing, but it seems like she she showed favor. And the feds, I guess, sent the case to her on this indictment. I found that interesting. There's no way that she could possibly, seems to me, dismiss this without it raising obscene red flags. And there are like steps you can take after that if she were to dismiss it. It's just not going to happen from my understanding.
6: And we have a Florida grand jury because the moron in Washington figured out that there are venue
0: issues. Who's the moron in Washington? Is that supposed to be Biden? Biden's unconnected to this entirely.
6: That could lose him his case.
0: Uh, maybe the, the moron in Washington is supposed to be Jack Smith. The dude's not a moron. The dude prosecuted war crimes in The Hague for a while. Okay, he's not a nobody. This is Christina Bob. She's on Right Side Broadcasting Network, RSBN, a lot. And she was also one of Trump's lawyers. I, I'm not sure if she still is, if she quit. She's a civil lawyer, not a criminal lawyer. So she's a public figure and a civil defense lawyer, I guess, or whatever. Anyway, she's now just a straight propagandist for Donald Trump. This is her reaction to the indictment dropping. Again, no excuses for this. Trump is in real trouble here. Like I said, people spend 20 years in supermax prisons for what Trump did. Early June 2023, this is what Christina Bob had to say.
1: I don't think he's going to get convicted. I don't even know that this indictment is going to survive, quite frankly, it completely disregards the law. So,
0: Just completely absurd. No basis to any of this.
1: So I'm not even considering that at this point as something that we need to be concerned about. Donald Trump's going to win the presidential election. He's going to be the next president of the United States unless Joe Biden gets impeached and there has to be someone between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States again. I'm not worried at all about jail time or any cr- potential criminal convictions. None of it.
0: Well, that's fascinating to me because Trump's own lawyers seemed pretty worried about it or they wouldn't have quit the moment it dropped, seems to me. Just putting it out there.
1: None of it. it this is all, quite honestly, and Jim, you and I have been talking about this for years now. This is election interference. That's what this yeah. is. They're trying to influence the election.
0: And there's the propaganda, right? You know, back in 2016, you guys may not remember this. I I was barely paying attention at the time. I was just getting into politics. 2016, 2015, just days before the election, whenever that was. I think it was uh, November 2016. James Comey was the head of the FBI, and he announced on TV, on all the networks, that he was opening an investigation into Hillary Clinton's handling of classified documents days before the election that investigation was closed and no wrongdoing was found eventually why did he decide to do that days before the election i mean republicans have been doing this like meddling and in these little dirty tricks for decades this isn't a dirty trick what's happening to donald trump right now they want these propagandists want to make it seem like a dirty trick But Republicans have actually been pulling dirty tricks for decades. You know, Roger Stone, Donald Trump's, I don't know, friend and body man that ran around and did things for him, communicated with the Proud Boys for him. You know, Roger Stone got his start with Richard Nixon. And at the time, back in the 60s or whenever this was, He donated $10,000 to, I think it was Nixon's political opponent, in the name of Socialists for America or something like that. Got the receipt and slipped the receipt to the news. And suddenly, it's all over the news. The opponent of Nixon is a socialist because socialists are donating to him. That's the kind of dirty trick that Roger Stone used to pull and is still pulling to this day. These are the types of dirty tricks that we've seen from the political right wing for decades. And I don't want to play this both sides thing like both sides are are dirty. Both sides do all that. No, it's not like that. The right, the, the political right, conservatism in the United States has been obsessed with dirty tricks for decades. Are there some scumbag Democrats? Absolutely. Scumbag Republicans vastly outnumber scumbag Democrats. So anyways, we're going to take a look at Donald Trump's reaction to the indictment in a second. But let's just let's take a look at the annotated indictment here. This is on New York Times. I'm just going to scan through if there's anything specific that you want to point out, Rose, then let me know. Do you want to hit this or do you want to go down further?
7: Well, I just want to mention that this is where he, that one guy was getting this whole idea about there being venue issues, because the, in this annotated document right here, it's saying, oh, yeah, you know, they chose to bring the case so that Trump wouldn't go and cause, like, all sorts of other, like, procedural issues with the case and delay it, delay it, delay it. You know, that that's all it would be. He wouldn't be losing the case because of improper venue. It would just be a massive headache for the lawyer's procedural.
0: Got it. Really interesting. I mean, I assume that Donald Trump is going to pull every dirty trick in the book to delay this and cause problems and trip up the case. The general rule, from my understanding, is the longer you can drag a case out, the better it is for you because witnesses die or change their mind. Evidence goes stale. Statute of limitations, things like that. So Trump has always tried to drag things out as long as he possibly could in every single case he's ever been involved in criminal civil whatever right so let's take a look at like some of the other annotated stuff here it says the indictment lays out the potential danger of the classified information in the documents mr trump kept at his mar-a-lago estate it says the unauthorized disclosure of these classified documents could put at risk the national security of the us foreign relations safety of the us military and human sources and the continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. So from my understanding, there was actually—he really kept stuff in his bathroom, no joke. He kept classified documents in his bathroom. I made a joke earlier about, like, keeping this stuff in the bathroom so he could read it like a shampoo bottle. That seems real. I mean, I, it was only partially a joke. Not only that, but a lot of the documents—I guess we've come to find the documents, some of the more sensitive ones that he had— were plans drawn up for war with a specific country, how we would infiltrate this country and go to war with them. And I've heard, again, don't take my word for this. Look this up yourself. I believe it was redacted in these documents, but I think that the recording said that Trump made note that it was Iran that the war plans were drawn up for. So let's see. The indictment lays out five specific actions by Trump that it says were illegal obstruction. Right. So Trump tried to establish the idea that he was capable of just declassifying things by thinking about it. And as it turns out, we found out that they have a recording of Trump after the fact saying these are classified documents. I didn't declassify them when I was president. I could have and I chose not to basically. He knew. He knew what he was doing. This is the clearest cut case of obstruction of justice and and everything that I can possibly find. This guy right here, Waltine Nauta, this name here in the B section, directing defendant Waltine Nauta to move boxes of documents to conceal them from Trump's attorney, the FBI, and the grand jury. Uh, Waltine Nauta, goes by Walt, is apparently what is referred to as Trump's body guy. He's the dude that runs around and does things for Trump. And he was specifically named in this indictment also. This guy's probably going to federal prison for the rest of his life, this Nauta guy. I think he, he, was, he used to be in the military for like 20 years or something, and then he just started working for Donald Trump. Crazy, man. Mr. Trump's aide, Walt Nauta, was also in, indicted and is described in this filing as a co-conspirator in the crimes All right. That's the next annotated section. Anything to mention?
7: Oh, yeah, um, quite a bit. So I with, with this, it's very interesting how meticulous this entire indictment is. Like It's making an incredibly strong case that Trump committed a crime under the Espionage Act, specifically 18 U.S.C. section 793 subsection E, I believe what it is, and that first annotated section that was it, that was what it was talking about it was like your first introduction to these charges right so to be charged with a crime you're talking
0: about this section here Oh, uh
7: further up, yes right there we're good okay. so under under this crime there are five elements that the prosecution needs to prove beyond a reasonable doubt which that that's hard to do like you that is incredibly difficult to do. So there are five elements to this. You have to know that the information was related to national defense. You have to know that the people that you disclosed the information to weren't supposed to have it. Then you also have to prove that what the defendant was doing, what they knew was unlawful, and They had reason to believe that that information could be used to injure the United States, and they intended for that injury to happen. That's what that first element was laying out, that these documents, they weren't just like, you know, the soup soup of the day in the White House. They were very serious documents that could lead to actual injury to the United States and also established that Trump knew that, too. So those are two elements right there that you already have taken care of. And this just, the rest of the indictment just goes on and establishes all the other elements for this and for obstruction. Um, 18 U.S.C., subsection 1519. Now, what's interesting with Mr. Nauda is that he's being described as a co conspirator. That is very, very serious. When you're a co conspirator, that means that the prosecution is attempting to prove you had an agreement to break the law with the other person so in this case they're saying that there was like an actual agreement between these two to obstruct justice to commit violations of the espionage act and that would make Mr. Nauda liable for everything that Trump did and vice versa.
0: Does it mean that they're most likely going to get the same sentence you think.
7: It, it depends because they could have charges outside of that as well but. It's basically making their job a lot easier if they can prove a conspiracy, the prosecutions, because then once you have one person's case um, all taken care of and squared up, then the other person is automatically liable for it. You don't need to do any extra work. I believe it's called the Pinkerton rule under crim law. I have to double-
0: Pinkerton. That's super interesting that there's a history behind that name.
7: Yeah. So, but, you know, we won't get in too far into that. But yeah, it's very interesting. They're specifically pointing out that these two were conspiring together. That is very, very legally significant.
0: That's interesting. And something else to make note of here. This is very unprecedented um, to have a past president indicted on crimes like this has never happened in U.S. history. And... So we don't really know exactly what's going to happen. A lot of this is speculative about what, you know, what's going to happen to Donald Trump. We honestly have no way to know if he's going to get the same sentence as Nauta or anybody else. We have no idea. But I think that I, I, I feel like it's safe to say if it was just a normal person, two normal people that were not previously a president. I think it's safe to say in this case, both people would likely get the same sentence since they were co-conspirators. Do you think that's safe to say or no? I don't
7: think anything's safe to say when it comes to legal system, if we're going to be honest. You know, it, could, it, it, it can depend on what the judge had for breakfast that day, what kind of sentence someone's getting. But they'd probably receive something similar. It, again, though, it's hard to say. It's a giant, it depends.
0: Sorry, I was taking a sip of my coffee there for a second. Okay, Interesting. So I just want to scroll down and look at uh, just a little bit more of this and see if there's like anything else that sticks out. So it's kind of detailing. I I think it was 37 different indictments, right? 37 different charges against the guy from my understanding. Oh my God, look, they have pictures here. Look at these pictures. This is in his grand ballroom, I think. He has two different ballrooms. This is the big one. Just documents sitting out here. This is nuts, dude. The indictment includes a photograph showing that some of the boxes Trump had taken from the White House were stored for a time in a ballroom in Mar-a-Lago where guests had access. And we know for a fact that there were Chinese and Russian spies that were trying to get close to Donald Trump and get into Mar-a-Lago to be close to him, just to be there. What did they see? What did they... Did they have an opportunity to peruse, to walk around on their own? Did they have a chance to... Glance around. I mean, they, he stored him in a bathroom. He stored him in the ballroom. Really? Here, here's a picture of them in the bathroom again. People sitting on the toilet, reading them like a shampoo bottle. Seems to me.
7: I like to imagine that Trump was in there on Truth Social, just scrolling through until his butt went numb from the toilet seat, and glancing up every now and then, and basking in the glow of his. "Quote
0: unquote papers," as he called yeah, his yeah, basking in his classified documents. A- again, these documents, some of this stuff was top secret, SCI. That's like need to know stuff. This if this stuff got out, people would die. We have spies and uh, informants and stuff in all kinds of different countries. Russia has them in the U.S. China has them in the U.S. I'm sure we have them in China. We have them in Russia. Some of these documents are so sensitive. I mean, we don't know what was in them, but they are so they are the same level of sensitive as the documents that contain names of spies in other countries. Trump having them out like this could get people killed and likely did. So this is real what he did. This is real. And these charges that he's facing are no joke. I mean, look, here are more pictures of Donald Trump's Classified documents, anything from confidential all the way up to top secret SCI. There's only one level above that, I think. And this is the level, like some of the documents that he had was at the same level that uh, nuclear secrets are kept at. Like, this is serious. I mean, the fact that Nauta didn't have security clearance, at the very least, didn't have Trump's level of security clearance and was moving them around. Trump specifically asked this guy to move them from this place to that place or whatever. The fact that he was even left alone with them should tell you something. Trump doesn't care about the, the level of security involved here. Never did. He just cared about having them. He cared about the fact that they were in his possession like a toy or something, insane.
7: What's really hilarious in this though is that the prosecution goes through and details, like all the different times Trump has said like how important it is to make sure that like classified information remains safe. And it's him yelling about Hillary Clinton, but they're using that as a way to basically argue that, yeah, he knows about like how important this is. He just, like you said, wanted to have it in his possession. At one point, they even say how Trump stated somebody who misuses classified information should be ashamed of themselves. And translating from legalese, all of that is just a giant middle finger to Trump. And it's funny.
0: Absolutely crazy, man. Yeah, he specifically called out Hillary Clinton for her mishandling of classified documents, when in fact, from my understanding, she didn't mishandle classified documents. Nothing So the whole thing with Hillary Clinton back in 2016, again, if you weren't paying attention back then, the whole thing was she ran her own email server and communicated with people through, you know, her own email system, basically. Nothing that she said was classified. Nothing. No communiques that she had with anybody else was classified at any point. There are arguments that maybe it should have been, but it wasn't. And for the record, Trump and Jared Kushner and Ivanka and a bunch of other people communicated with their other people in the White House and stuff through Gmail accounts. That's a private email system, uh, not one protected by the government. It's not a government account. So they were guilty of the same thing that they lambast Hillary for doing. But here we have Trump really, actually, putting national security in danger doing the the thing that he accused Hillary of doing he actually did it he is as far as i can tell guilty of espionage as it's written in criminal code do you have any other thoughts on this before we move on to trump's uh, video
7: just, just that is a shakespearean level of irony and i'm relishing it
0: yeah it's pretty fantastic to watch honestly and on that note let's watch trump defend his honor Check this out. Early June 2023. This is after the indictment dropped. You can tell he's scared.
2: Well, there's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years.
0: So that's false. I just want to point out what he's doing here. This is important. He's using keywords, loaded language, and cliches in an attempt to link things together in his supporters' minds. When they hear Mueller, they don't think about Donald Trump actually being guilty of colluding with Russia, which is actually what the Mueller report said. It said he was colluding with Russia. They don't think about that. They think about the next key word in the phrase, no collusion. Mueller is linked with No collusion in their head. He uses these key key keywords and repeats them over and over and over again. And anytime he knows he has the spotlight, like immediately after an indictment, like right now, this, or after he was indicted for the hush money payments uh, with Stormy Daniels in New York, after that, the news is paying attention to him. And he knew that. So he used it as an opportunity to propagandize. Why is he talking about Mueller and Russia right now? Why is he saying no collusion? There's no reason to talk about that. He's using this as his opportunity, because he knows all eyes are on him, to spread his propaganda. He's always done it this way. He's a master manipulator of the media. Keep listening here.
2: No collusion after two and a half years that was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats.
0: Why is he still talking about Hillary Clinton? Seriously.
2: But this is what they do. This is what they do so well if they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity would be a lot better for our country they could do
0: wow dude okay why is he rad i'm just curious i'm sorry look i don't like making fun of people's appearances i don't do that okay but this is a conscious choice that he's making to wear orange makeup i don't get why how how did this get popularized to wear orange makeup you can tell it's makeup you know how Let's just Google Trump orange makeup. Look, just look closely. You can see around his eyes here, there's no orange makeup. You can see around his hairline, it's not orange. Why is he wearing orange makeup? Somebody give me the answer. Look, he doesn't even bother covering his eyes, right? There's actually a picture. I think, I'm not sure if this one's real or not, dude. No, I tell you what, this is why this is funny. This reminds me of my mom. Looks exactly like my mom. Spitting image. Disturbing. Anyways, uh, yeah, here's a better shot of that. There's an actual picture of Trump walking away from his airplane after a, a rally that he did. Here, right here. This is what I'm talking about. Orange makeup on his collar. Why? Why does he wear orange makeup? Somebody please explain this to me. He's orange. This is a conscious choice.
2: Our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. What they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law.
0: I think he meant to say lawfare. He's trying to popularize that term right now. It's just a nonsensical, weird term. And he probably got tripped up and messed up what he was saying.
2: And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell and they come after
0: That phrase right there, our country is going to hell, he repeats that over and over and over again because he knows his evangelical audience will be listening to this. He knows his evangelical audience will, it'll trip something up in their brain and they'll freak out and, and feel fear, uncertainty, and doubt. A propagandistic way of getting somebody's attention. This is all intentional. Donald Trump has been manipulating the media the same exact way for decades not even after he became president, not even during the 2016 election, long before that, he's always manipulated the media like this.
2: After Donald Trump weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, we can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds.
0: See, he picks little sound bites, little things that he can say, key words that can be repeated easily. No collusion, Mueller hoax, impeachment hoax, impeachment hoax one and impe- impeachment hoax two. These are all key words that can be repeated over and over again and are. And here's another one. Weaponizing the justice system It's a for a code phrase that his supporters will repeat everywhere. Thanksgiving dinner in front of everybody that they know. They'll get on, you know, Newsmax reporters, quote unquote Newsmax uh Political commentators more accurate we will get on there and say the exact same things. It's all part of his manipulation.
2: We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax.
0: See the uh, hoax. Another key word he uses: witch hunt, hoax.
2: The whole thing is a hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia. Just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax.
0: Dude, why is he even talking about any of this stuff? We're talking about the fact that he's just indicted for espionage. Why is he talking about Russia, Russia, Russia? Why is he talking about the Mueller report or the Durham report? None of this stuff has anything to do with anything. The reason he's doing it is because he knows he has the spotlight. and He's going to use it as an opportunity to propagandize.
2: had two impeachments and they lost and we won and we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy a reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years and especially during the 2020 election.
0: Dude, I feel like he just rambles.
2: So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now...
0: Well, what happened? America isn't great, I guess? I mean, this is actually kind of amusing because Trump had a little bit of a conundrum in the 2020 campaign that he ran. How can you possibly put Make America Great Again on anything. You were in charge for four years. The Senate and the House belonged to Republicans. How can you possibly put Make America Great Again on anything? How can that be your slogan when you just had complete control of the government? I thought it was great. What happened? I thought you were going to make it great. You had your opportunity. You had your shot. And here we sit. Supposedly erect America in this guy's mind. You know that he has been running campaign ads against Joe Biden, Donald Trump has, and he's showing like protests and, and, you know, violence and police brutality and all this stuff and saying, this is Biden's America when it's actually Trump's America that he was showing. He was showing things that happened during his term. There is no sense of hypocrisy with this guy. There's no sense of principle or anything like this guy doesn't understand the meaning of the word hypocrisy. Seemingly,
2: again our country is in decline we're a failing nation and this is what they do i'm an innocent man we will prove that again seven years of proving it and here we go again very unfair but that's the way it is i just want to thank everybody we are doing something very special for our country we're putting america first i always put America.
0: i always put america first now no, he doesn't. For the record, even saying America First is a dog whistle. You guys may not be aware of this, but back in the 30s and 40s, it was very unpopular to support Hitler in the U.S. In fact, I don't know. It may have even been illegal to support people who were not allies of the United States. I don't know. There were weird freedom of speech laws back then. So somebody created, I think Lindbergh, maybe, Charles Lindbergh or some created the America First Party. And The point of the America First Party was, effectively, to do whatever it was that Hitler wanted, to encourage the United States to pull out of World War II, to not get involved. America First is a thinly veiled dog whistle, honestly. It's like a dog foghorn, where he's screaming white nationalism. He's screaming right-wing extremism when he says that kind of thing, America First. And uh, that unfair thing honestly the dude who's born with a silver or even a platinum spoon in his mouth is talking about how unfair things are give me a break do you have any thoughts rose
7: honestly i find it hilarious Uh, you know there's lots of things about this i find hilarious but he's repeating over and over how innocent he is how there's no way that they're ever going to find him guilty priming his audience to that no matter what comes next you know he truly was an innocent man and then you look more at the indictment and you look at some of the meetings that he had with people and at one point he pulls out like some classified information shoves it into um someone's face and says look this is secret look at this i'm not supposed to have this like you're a moron
0: yeah it's absolutely insufferable and absurd and embarrassing and i i i just wish that we would live to see the day when Trump supporters wake up to this. The sad fact is Heaven's Gate, this old cult that existed from what the 1970s to the 1990s, they all checked out together. There were 39 of them that checked out together in 1996, I think March 27th, 1996. Let's see how accurate that was. Yeah, March 26th, 1997. I was right. This is their website, really, by the way, all the way back from 97. This group had 39 people that were active, believing members. But over the years, from the 70s to the 90s, maybe 100 people or 150 cycled through in and out of this group. It came to the point where they were ready to all check out together, and they did. 39 of them, the the last remaining active members... They left one person behind to manage their intellectual properties for them. Their house, their, their gigantic mansion they all lived in a mansion together. Their, you know, those the leader's books and uh, copyrighted materials and all that stuff. Left all of that behind to this one guy. And now that they're gone, there is no original member on earth. There's a reason I'm talking about this. Nobody can join this cult anymore. They haven't been able to join this cult since 1997. There are still remaining believing members. All these years later, 2023, 25 years later, we've got people, multiple, not just the one guy left behind, but some of the people that cycled through the group over the years still believe it. They came back to the belief, came back to the faith, if you will, after everybody checked out. In my opinion there will always be somebody that believes that Trump is the Messiah. Now that he has harnessed this cult-like mindset that was already primed and ready to go, they just needed somebody to latch on to, now that he's harnessed that, now that he's embraced it and taken it over, he will always have somebody that believes he's a Messiah. Anyway, let me know what you think about it in the comments. Well-reasoned. I don't know if it'd be better for Trump to go away or not. We end up with DeSantis. I don't know, but he could be worse. Yeah, DeSantis is not fantastic. He's, I feel like what DeSantis is doing right now is intentionally setting out to be as extreme as humanly possible, further right than Donald Trump, so that when Trump exits politics or he kicks it or whatever, DeSantis will pick up that cult following. In my opinion, that's what DeSantis is doing. I don't even think that he expects to win, you know, any races for president. In my opinion, I think DeSantis is just going for name recognition this time around, and he's going to try to pick up all those Trump supporters when Trump exits. Do you have any thoughts, Rose?
7: I mean, I don't think he has much of a chance of being president, even if, you know, Donald Trump is put in prison or you know something else happens He is so unpopular right now like even in his own state i think he's super unpopular i don't know what his plan is like maybe it's name recognition maybe i don't know but there's no way that he's gonna end up winning anything at this point we'd probably end up with pence more than likely
0: it's interesting i think that chris christie has i mean let's assume that trump is just out of the picture entirely And let's assume that DeSantis is also out of the picture. I think that if both of those people were not running, Chris Christie would have a better shot than anybody in the primaries. But DeSantis is cratering hard right now. You're absolutely right. I've seen that too. Next, we're going to talk about Candace Taylor, ex-governor candidate of Georgia, claiming to be a flat earther and then reversing course within almost a day. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. This is Candace Taylor. She ran for governor in 2022 and lost. She got like 4% or something like that. And she seems to have gone over to the flat earth side of things. Listen to this.
4: More and more, I'm like, it doesn't make sense. So is it or not? I don't know 100%, but it's just, it doesn't make sense the other way. Now that you see Candace, it, the,
6: the people that defend the globe don't know anything about the globe because if they, they're called globe heads, thank you very much. Thing about the globe because if they knew a tenth of what Matt and I know about the globe, they would be flat earthers.
0: Candace Taylor goes on this show this flat earth show right you can see it in the background flat earth dave or something like that never heard of him before but honestly comical so she goes on this flat earth show and kind of comes out as a flat earther right is that i mean um that's what i was picking up there's more to the clip She continues on. Late May 2023 is when this happened. Keep listening.
4: I I can't unsee this. All the globes everywhere. I turn on TV, there's globes in the background. There's globes on there right here. Like this would be a globe if I was a normal person. Like everywhere there's globes. You see them all the time. I mean, it's constant. My children will be like, mama, globe, 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 globe. They're everywhere. And that's what they do to brainwash. And so for me, if it is
0: globe heads brainwash is what you're telling me this sounds like flat earth speak to me
4: and so for me if it is not a conspiracy if it is you know real why are you pushing so hard Everywhere I go, every store, you buy a globe. There's globes everywhere. Every movie, every TV show, news media. Why?
0: Wow, dude. Okay, that sounds like she came out as a flat earther. Sounds like it clear as day to me, right? That sounds like she came out as a flat earther. Sounds like it clear as day to me, right? Well, she's contesting that claim now. It's not surprising that she would come out as a flat earther. She is really close with a guy named Stu Peters. Stu Peters... Is you may not even have heard of him before. He's a podcaster and he runs this far right extremist show, like radio show. I mean nutty stuff, dude. He is about as nutty as it gets, Stu Peters is. He's a what they call a transvestigator, believes that everybody from here to Texas is trans. If you're famous, you're trans. You know, Michelle Obama, real name is Mike. Seriously. This is the kind of stuff he says. And he's bigger than me. Like, a lot bigger. And he's not even on YouTube. He has... Gained, I think somewhere around 500,000 individual followers on Telegram and on podcasting networks and all over the place. Anywhere that rumble, anywhere he can go, anywhere that allows him, he's got a massive following there, massive. And he came out as a flat earther. Again, he helped Candace Taylor, this woman here, with her campaign. He paid for and filmed her campaign advertisements and stuff. So he is heavily involved with her and he's a flat earther. I would be surprised if she wasn't a flat earther. Based on that. Well, she came out and contested it early June 2023. Decided to argue with everybody. Listen to this one.
4: I've never said the earth was flat. I've never said that I was a flat earther. Never, ever, ever have I said that. I did not say that globes were fake.
0: Sounded like that to me, honestly. I mean, maybe in the technical sense, she didn't come out and say the earth is flat. Maybe in the technical sense, she said, why? She just said, why? Why are there so many globes? Why? It's like a conspiracy. Why? Maybe that's what she said, but the implication was there. She knows what she did. And uh, apparently she got enough pushback from her audience on this that she reversed course. That's really surprising to me.
4: I never said that. What I said was that NASA taking billions of dollars every month of our taxpayer money and funding something that we do not see any progression in.
0: Are you kidding me? Do you have any idea, first of all, do you know what we've gained from studying space or whatever do you know what we've gained from nasa we've gained an obscene amount of technological advancements you know the strip along the road that's like ribbed so that when you if you're going off road it starts to kind of like vibrate and wakes you up or whatever that was invented by nasa whole bunch of stuff was invented by nasa for use with astronauts and was retrofitted or changed just a little bit to work for you know everyday use, for commercial use. And on top of that, NASA isn't getting billions. I think they get four billion per year, which is like 1% of 1% of the US budget or something. They are way underfunded. And on top of that, where do you think that money is even going? Do you think that the US government is giving them like four billion or whatever their budget is, and there's just some guy that's like sitting there eating the dollar bills? just feeding them to him that money's just gone it disappears cuz he's eating it no nasa as a you know an organization is spending that on the economy they are paying employees who then get their paychecks and pay mortgages And buy a drink at a bar and buy baby clothes and diapers and whatever else all of the money they're not like putting four billion dollars literally into a rocket ship and then shooting it to the moon and then unloading it on the moon and flying back that's not what's happening all the money that's used at NASA is circulating back into our economy giving our money what's called velocity improving our economy so not only does the money spent on NASA lead to to technological advancements but it also stimulates the economy massively i forget what it is uh, there's a metric that tells us which programs give us the most bang for our buck what do we get the most out of i don't remember what the statistics are or the numbers are now something like every dollar we spend on nasa we basically get like two dollars back in economic growth and technological advancements and stuff like that. It's the same with green technology. If we switched over 100%, the world switched over to completely renewable resources. Wind technology, solar farms, electric dams, you know, we got like the dams that spin the wheels because the water is coming through them. I forget what they're called. Hydroelectric dams, that's what it is. If we switch the world, the entire world, over to fully renewable resources, it costs about $30 trillion. That's the us debt right now but are you aware that it would pay for itself i mean i'm I'm not talking the united states i'm saying the world we could switch the entire world over to green technology for 30 trillion and it would pay for itself in 10 years because we're spending massive amounts of money cleaning up messes like oil spills and things like that we're cleaning up the environment i mean fossil fuels are wrecking everything and they're non-renewable once we burn them up, they're gone. Why haven't we spent whatever amount it takes to retrofit everything to make it all green technology in the U.S., make us energy independent and everything? It's the best money we could spend. But would you be surprised to find that Candace Taylor stands against that too? Not just NASA, which is incredible for the economy, but green technology also, which is even better. It just blows my mind. Where's her head? Instead of supporting these industries, she's saying, why? Why? Why are there so many globes around? Why? And complaining about NASA.
4: We do not see any progression in.
0: Absurd.
4: Going to space, going to the moon, going to Mars, learning more about space. There's no progression.
0: That's absolutely absurd. It's the most ridiculous thing out of her mouth, possibly. Maybe I should backtrack on that. She said some crazy stuff. I don't know.
4: We're in an economic crisis. Our whole economy is falling apart
0: not really we were in an economic crisis we are slowly rising out of it now the real economic crisis that we're in right now is wealth distribution is completely off the charts like There is way too much wealth concentrated at the top and not enough at the bottom. And that is a direct result of tax policy. But she and I wouldn't agree on that anyways. I I just try to follow the facts to their logical conclusion. That's all I'm doing. She's using facts.
4: And we're sending billions of dollars to NASA, which I now believe I hit a nerve. I hit a nerve and it is crazy the amount of people... There are conservative Republicans who are listening to the left agenda.
0: So the globe is the left agenda. Interesting. If you believe, if you're a globe head, then you're left wing by definition. You know, I don't know if you guys knew this, but forever ago, I did this whole breakdown of this flat earth curriculum, homeschool curriculum. I bought it on Etsy. Somebody was selling a flat earth curriculum on Etsy. Dead serious. And I covered it on my channel like, forever ago. It's on my main channel, Owen Morgan. If you want to, I just like go through the whole thing on there. This is just like a quick glance through. What does this unit cover? This unit includes basic knowledge of geocentrism and biblical cosmology. Why is it always religious fundamentalists that are flat earthers? Is that weird to anybody else? Laying down the foundation of our home, it will offer a wide range of explanation and exploration. Flashcards and ID poster. I think I paid 50 bucks for this thing and they, they gave me poster. This is a poster of the flat earth they sent me, seriously. Here are supposed flashcards. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these flashcards. And here's the flat earth model apparently. I'm just, God, it's so, so absurd. This is supposed to be taught to homeschoolers school children too, by the way. Oh, here are a couple other posters. They sent me this one and this one. I scanned the whole document in. here's another one, a turtle with an elephant on it with a flat earth on top of the elephants. Just absurd, dude, on every level. Like all of it is absolutely absurd. And and then then at the end, they have like a bunch of points and scriptures to back up the flat earth. Their points like the sun's light is golden, warm, drying, preservative, and antiseptic. While the moon's light is silver, cool, damp, putrefying, and septic. Sunlight and moonlight are unique and clearly have altogether different properties. What? So anyways, yeah, I, I covered that if you want to see it on my channel. It's just, God, dude, flat earthers are something else. And apparently globeheads are exclusively left-wingers. Open your mind, people.
4: And you can try to make me look crazy all you want to. I believe in the word of God. I believe that God created Earth.
0: us. Okay, and what does that have to do with it being round or flat?
4: To enjoy. I don't know all the things about the solar system, and I don't want to know.
0: That makes sense, actually. That checks out. I understand now. She is something else, dude. This is absolutely whacked out. So, she continued on in this interview to make all kinds of bizarre claims after getting off the subject of the flat earth. Continue listening here. This is, again, it's early June
4: 2023. Do you know why there's so much media about this? Why? because they're terrified of you. They're terrified because they know that I stand for Jesus, Guns, and Babies.
0: And that was her, her campaign slogan. I don't know if you guys remember that. Jesus, Guns, Babies. This is her campaign van that she drove around. Candace Taylor, Jesus, Guns, Babies. In that order, presumably, she cares about Jesus, and then she cares about guns, and then it's babies. Babies are not above guns. God, she's such a, an absurd human being.
4: Jesus, Guns, and Babies and they know that you love and support me. Terrifies them that the majority of the people at the convention were my supporters. The majority of the people that have been put into GOP chair positions, officer positions, delegate positions, district positions are my supporters.
0: That would terrify me, as a matter of fact. Unfortunately, she only got 4% of the vote in the primary. She was running against Brian Kemp for governor. She didn't even make it to a general election. Okay, she claimed that there was voter fraud against her, not orchestrated by Democrats, by other Republicans, apparently. She's running against Brian Kemp. A Republican and lost to him by like a wide margin like nobody was even paying attention to her four percent of the vote and she believes she's like one of the most influential politicians in the world apparently she didn't even win a seat to my knowledge or maybe she's maybe she won a seat recently uh, i'm not even sure what seat i think she's running for congress now instead of governor i'm not even sure anyway maybe state Congressman, it's a little bit easier to get into. Anyway, yeah, she's just absurd, absolutely absurd, and she thinks that she's like the most influential person alive, and really wants you to think that she doesn't believe in the flat earth, but she wants you to believe in the flat earth.
4: Terrifies them. But yet, I only got less than 4% of the vote, so why are you worried about me? Why is every article in the AJC this about the convention say Candace Taylor?
0: What is the AJC and why should I care?
4: because they know how much support I have and they know where you stand
0: who is they Candace are they in the room with us right now
4: you stand for freedom
0: right freedom definitely and the flat earth right God, she's absurd dude everything about this person is absurd yeah before the flat earth was her big pet issue it was the Georgia Guidestones that was her big thing She believed that they, this is a big monument. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but here, this is a picture of it. Georgia Guidestones, It's one of her campaign ads that she ran. This was funded, this campaign ad, was funded by Stu Peters, this gigantic podcaster. Her big thing was to demolish the Georgia Guidestones. It's just a big monument that acts as a calendar and a guide to help rebuild civilization in the event of like a nuclear war or something like that. It's kind of like a Stonehenge, like Georgia Stonehenge or whatever. Like, who cares? It's just a tourist attraction. Well, she believed that it was satanic and that it stood for eugenics and all kinds of just... A God, absurd stuff. So, she propagandized about the Georgia Guidestones for months and months and months, maybe even years, till the day finally came when some domestic terrorist took a bomb and placed it in between the Georgia Guidestones and blew them up. Here's footage of the person walking up. You can kind of see it if you're just listening, not watching. It's a it's CCTV footage of a person walking up to the Georgia Guidestones dropping something between them and running and we actually have footage of a car leaving the scene shortly after this happened and after that happened boom it exploded the georgia guidestones were demolished by somebody by some domestic terrorist inspired by people like candace taylor using stochastic terrorism to their advantage. This is just one example, this campaign ad where she talks about the, the Georgia Guidestones. Let's just listen to like a minute or two of it, okay? Check this out. Again, this is done by Stu Peters. Uh, that, that's who filmed it. Early May, 2022 is when it came out.
4: They told us what they wanted to do. Some might even say they had to get our permission.
0: Who is they? Again, are they in the room with us? Oh, somebody's telling me the AJC, what she mentioned earlier, is the Atlanta Journal Constitution. It's Georgia's largest and most influential newspaper. I had no idea. Thanks for that clarification.
4: To at least tell us ahead of time.
0: Okay. Even if
4: we didn't believe them.
0: So she's... Flashing images back and forth if you're just listening they flashed an image of her with a family Showing that she holds family values and then they show her wedding ring showing she's married to a man and that's important to her It's all kind of subtle messaging pretty good campaign ad as far as campaign ads go And she's absolutely unglued from reality, but it wasn't a bad campaign ad I mean it it was psychotic, but okay
4: over four billion people have been injected with something that took just 9 months to create.
0: I know, it's incredible, isn't it? It's truly amazing that we succeeded as a race of humans in creating a vaccine so rapidly and pushing it out to society with so few negative effects truly a testament to our knowledge as the human race it's deeply impressive she doesn't see it that way she sees it as an evil thing she thinks she's an anti-vaxxer of course is it really surprising that people thought she's a flat earther too she buys into every conspiracy theory practically and she's showing the guidestones now the georgia guidestones
4: ask yourself why why back in biblical times human sacrifice was a form of demonic worship
0: no no human sacrifice a form of demonic worship what's she talking about i guess there was some kind of religion out there that did sacrifices or whatever okay she thinks that people were christians or they believed in the christian god and they were sacrificing people
4: we're still doing it in present day by killing our unborn it's the same demons it's the same sacrifice it's the same sin it's just a different time
0: this is a long shot in and of itself
5: running for governor against an incumbent why are you doing this
4: if we don't call things out and we don't acknowledge them and we don't take authority and take dominion over what god's given us
0: You know, that word, she emphasized the word dominion. There's a reason for that. She is dog whistling to Seven Mountains Dominionists or Seven Mountain Mandate people. It's a group of people that believe that they have to take control of the government as Christian, like their denomination has to take control of the government and impose christianity on everybody in the country and then jesus will come they're called dominionists just for a little context on this dominionists are usually defined by three criteria they celebrate christian nationalism in that they believe the U.S. once was and should once again be a Christian nation. In this way, they deny the Enlightenment roots of American democracy. Number two, Dominionists promote religious supremacy insofar as they generally do not respect the equality of other religions or even other versions of Christianity. And number three, Dominionists endorse theocratic visions insofar as they believe that the Ten Commandments or biblical law should be the foundation of American law and that the U.S. Constitution should be seen as a vehicle for implementing biblical principles. That's a general idea of what a dominionist is and that's why she emphasized that word. It's all kind of propaganda that she's laying out for us here.
4: Dominion over what God's given us then we are no better than the evil ones that put it up we've watched as people have destroyed our history
0: okay she's showing video of people pulling down gigantic statues people were is this even in the united states i don't know i have no idea what we're even looking at what were these statues of again like we're not pulling down big statues we should be unfortunately we aren't like there are some statues like of robert e lee for example that should not be up why is that guy being venerated with a statue we don't need statues of hitler to understand the history of World War II. Germany has banned certain imagery because it's absolutely evil and disgusting and they just teach about it in their history class. Statues of Robert E. Lee are not contributing to people's education about history.
4: Destroyed our history and monuments and in their place, they have erected
0: statues
4: to their own gods.
0: She flashed a picture of the Georgia Guidestones, which again, have been torn down because they were blown up, so. For safety reasons, they took the they took him down the rest of the way. She's saying that the Georgia Guidestones are monuments to a false god.
4: They have erected statues to their own gods.
0: She's quoting a Bible verse here. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. The I think the reason that she quoted that Bible verse, Now the whole world had one language and a common speech, Talking about the Tower of Babel when it fell. Everybody spoke different languages. That was the origin of language. It's complete nonsense. It it was, at best, an allegory. At worst, completely made up. But anyway, the reason she's quoting that is because the Georgia Guidestones print their 10 suggestions for how to, you know, rebuild civilization after it's been destroyed in a bunch of different languages. Like 10 different languages, maybe? Eight different languages. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. 42,137 pounds of granite. Wow, four granite slabs, crazy. They've been up since like the, the I think the 80s maybe. Yeah, 1980. To 2022, they were 20 feet tall almost, and you know some of the suggestions were kind of questionable. Some of them were obvious. I don't think it was really necessary to list these things. Maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. Um, I think that's an okay idea if people just stop having kids because you know you have a detrimental effect on the climate if you have more than 500 million people. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Yeah, not a fan of that one. I don't have to like every single thing on it. Unite humanity with a living new language. I think that's a good idea. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Good idea. Like it. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Kind of obvious. Don't even need to say it, but okay. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Again, kind of obvious, but okay, fantastic. I like it. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Again, obvious. Did we need to state any of this stuff? Balance personal rights with social duties. All right. I I think that a lot of this stuff is just going to naturally arise from society anyways. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I don't even know what that means. That's cryptic and weird. Be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Okay, I, again, I don't know what that means, but whatever. Again, like, these suggestions aren't that good. They're not that bad. Why does she believe that that there's like some demonic possession happening here or something?
4: The new world order is here, and they told us it was coming
0: the new world order another conspiracy theory is it really a surprise that people thought you were a flat earther candace really
4: it's a battle far greater than what we see in the natural it is a war between good and evil
0: and now she's standing at the georgia guidestones it says executive order number 10 Demolish the Georgia Guidestones. Well, no need for that now. Your little domestic terrorist group did it for you, right? Really not a surprise. People thought she's a flat earther instead. In fact, I still think she's a flat earther, honestly. I mean, she can deny it all she wants, but after listening to this interview with these flat earthers and after listening to like Stu Peters and stuff talk about this, I'm would be surprised if she's not a flat earther. You know, let me know what you think about it in the comments. I I, I think this is fascinating. Just absolute nutter butter of epic proportions, seems to me. What makes people believe in conspiracy theories anyways? Good question. It's a general lack of trust in government or society that really fosters it. And there are some conspiracy theories that have been circulating for thousands of years. Like the conspiracy theory that Jews eat babies or that Jews are like, drink the blood of innocents or whatever that's been around since forever and it periodically moves from minority group to minority group to minority group atheists are the ones that eat babies or democrats are the ones that eat babies or whatever there was a formula shortage a little while back actually yeah it was may late may 2022 is when this formula shortage was going on right and there's a pastor named mark taylor he's actually very influential in the evangelical world he's a, a a televangelist, effectively. And he had some insight into the formula shortage and why it was happening.
5: When politicians go to Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia, this is why they lose all wisdom. Columbia is another name for Bale, the District of Bale. They are.
0: No, that's completely made up, but okay.
5: Working for and under the protection of the District of Bale, whose food source is the aborted babies. Do you think it's a coincidence that they are creating a food shortage for us?
0: So, Democrats who were in charge at that moment in time, I think, created a formula shortage for the babies because they eat babies and they, you know, th- their abortion came to an end or was heavily stifled, and that means they didn't have any more babies to eat. Like this is unglued from reality in like every way.
5: Did they know ahead of time that we were going after Roe versus Wade? They are going after our food sources because we are going after theirs. Beautiful. Which is the babies. The babies. Do you think it's also
3: tied into this baby formula shortage? Because it's so ironic yep. that we're talking about what you just said. Food source. And and, and food, the food source yep. of the babies is now being cut off. There, it's almost mm. like the devil is trying to starve the, the babies that are living to death because the aborted issue is about to be cut off
0: very soon these people live in a fantasy land but the point here is that the same conspiracy theories have circulated for thousands of years there's a document called the protocols of the elders of zion i've talked about it a whole bunch it's a fake document that was fabricated in the early 1900s by Tsarist Russia, printed in newspapers and eventually compiled into a book called The Protocols of the Meetings of the Learned Elders of Zion, or something. Anyway, I'm not gonna talk about it too much right now, but it it was a compilation of pretty much every anti-Semitic conspiracy theory out there. And it's honestly fascinating. You can find every conspiracy in there. From, from 1902, when these were printed in newspapers. Cancel Culture is in there. The Great Replacement Conspiracy Theory. The Great Reset the New World Order, the Seven Mountains Mandate. Every conspiracy you can think of was in this book. It's a compilation of everything, including eating babies. People are more likely to believe in conspiracy theories when trust for government or fellow citizens goes down it's the same reason why when there's a lot of political strife or when there's uh you know a, an apocalyptic event happening or a dangerous event like coronavirus a pandemic happens or, or the economy crashes or people lose their houses or whatever when something bad happens in society zombie movie viewing goes up people are watching more zombie movies tv shows and movies it's a direct correlation between people's lives being bad and watching zombie movies when trust for government goes down conspiracy theory susceptibility goes up and it's all the same conspiracies being recycled next we're going to talk about trumpist pete santilli ramping up his language after trump's indictments the trumpist underground is really upset about this we'll be right back Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description.
8: I want to set up a scenario where the military and the police have no choice but to execute Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, through proper process.
0: Through proper process, right. This is Pete Santilli. He's a uh, right-wing, far-right extremist. Trump-supporting Nutter Butter of epic proportions. Now, if you're unfamiliar with him, I've covered him a few times, but we're going to talk about some of the things that he's been saying and doing lately because, oh boy, this guy is absolutely unglued from reality, especially now that Trump's been indicted with the the documents case or whatever. Uh, 37 indictments were passed down not too long ago, and he is losing his mind over it right now. He lost his mind over Stormy Daniels. He's done. He's done now. His brain is cooked on conspiracy theories. So let's talk about him. Let's talk about what he believes, who he is, why we should care, and what he's said recently. Early August 2021, he gets on air with this woman, Deanna Lorraine. She's an ex-Infowars correspondent, political commentator. And she ran for Congress. I think she got really close, or maybe she was actually in Congress. I don't remember. Anyway, she goes on his show, Pete Santilli's show, to talk about the vaccine. And you can't help but laugh at this stuff. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. It's so ridiculous. It's funny. So just listen to this.
8: The people now that are learning more about the adverse impact
0: of getting vaccinated. There are no adverse impacts of getting vaccinated. They're having Mm -hmm.
8: regrets about it because we're hearing about this shedding uh that's yeah. going on and the vaccine shedding the shedding and and also uh...
0: vaccines some vaccines certain types are capable of shedding what that means is if you get a certain type of vaccine it's possible that you're contagious with that that condition and you could pass that condition onto other people years and years ago there was a polio vaccine that was drinkable it was a drinkable vaccine given orally it was given out in Some African country, I think maybe, or India, I don't remember where. Well, whoever created it, whoever formulated it, didn't completely kill the virus. So they isolated a bunch of polio viruses, and they were supposed to kill the active agents, the active virus particles in this solution, and then give it to people to drink so that the body can look at the DNA of the virus— and create antibodies for it when it's safe because it's dead, right? Well, they didn't completely kill the virus. There were some active agents in there, and it led to a big mess. This is why you don't go cheap with vaccines. This is why you have to do it very carefully, do a lot of testing, take it very seriously. The COVID vaccine, perfectly safe. That's what they're talking about right now. It was tested to oblivion. We know how safe the the COVID vaccine is. Very. And on top of that, the COVID vaccine is not one that's capable of shedding so that polio vaccine that was taken orally people did shed polio with that one so this saying exists but not for this type of vaccine not for mrna vaccines it's not possible to shed covid with this type of vaccine so they just live in a fantasy land now they made a statement that took them 10 seconds to get out and it took me what three minutes to explain why it was wrong this is the problem with conspiracy theories they light 10 fires in 15 seconds or less and it takes me an hour to put them all out
8: jetting and and also um the 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 activation of the graphene oxide is actually sitting there dormant
0: but if okay, there is no graphene oxide in the vaccines Never has been. This is just completely made up.
8: It's sitting there dormant, but if it gets energized by something like 5G, it actually kills all the cells around it.
0: That is so crazy to me. You know what? If it's crazy to you, maybe you should reevaluate it. If it sounds crazy when you repeat it to yourself, think about it critically instead of saying it to a gigantic audience of like hundreds of thousands of people next time. Jesus Christ, dude. This guy is something else. 5G. I've had 5G on my phone for like years. I had 5G on my phone when this clip came out, when he was talking about this. I lived in New York City, a market that got 5G early, and I had a newer iPhone. I've had 5G this whole time, and I've been quadruple vaxxed, I believe. So I should have four times the amount of graphene oxide in my system, right? Why isn't the 5G killing me? Like he said, could it be that he just made all of this up entirely? Like I said, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. ridiculous
8: that is so crazy to me i mean can you imagine if they just like activate and said all right a million people are going to be gone you know
0: just by just god dude why this is so crazy you know just by energizing
8: the graphene oxide
4: and that's the thing people don't really know exactly what's in it you know
0: yes we do we know exactly what's in the vaccines we have to know for allergy purposes vaccine experts virologists and stuff can take a really good and accurate guess at how it's produced i mean it's technically a trade secret how it's produced but pfizer made a vaccine that was so close to modernas that they're basically interchangeable and they did not share formulas so virologists can reproduce this pretty easily we know the process it's not that complicated mrna technology has been studied since like the 90s or something
4: oh exactly what's in it you know those people that biden even trump any of these representatives you know they're not taking the real vaccine live on tv when they pretend that they do you know that they're not that stupid. They're-
0: you do? You know that? How would you know something like that? That they wouldn't take a vaccine? I mean, why would they lie about this? I guess it's like a New World Order thing, right? Where they're trying to take control of people, like puppet masters. Maybe they can activate the graphene oxide in such a way that they can turn you into their slave or something where are these people's heads dude where are these people's heads so here's why we should talk about them there's this thing called the reawaken america tour this is the founder of it on the right i believe clay clark he runs it anyways they've got some real influential people there you know what i'll let clay clark explain it this is from mid-december 2021 reawaken america tour is still going on by the way
5: eric trump has now joined the tour and what that does by eric joining the tour what that does is that brings people to the events that uh maybe think shows like yours and mine are crazy shows
0: yeah i mean i would call them crazy shows absolutely but did you catch what he said there eric trump joined the tour and it wasn't just eric trump i think don jr joined and i think maybe they even got donald trump himself to make an appearance at these and it lends credibility to these people it lends credibility to shows that people would otherwise believe are crazy shows
5: shows like yours and mine are crazy shows because we share so much truth, Pete. You know, on your our show, we're, we're your show, Pete, is basically the show that uh, covers the stuff that Fox News will not touch. I mean, it, it, anything that Fox News won't touch or Newsmax won't touch, that's what you cover. It's called the truth.
0: And- no, it's called absolute psychosis, is what it's called. Actually, it's called conspiracy theory.
5: And uh, bringing Eric Trump to this event is now uh, legitimizing what we're doing in the minds of many people, and so that's powerful. And I. I uh, I look for for I look for the moment their momentum to continue.
0: And that is why I feel we need to talk about Pete Santilli right there. He's been legitimized in large part by the right-wing movement, by the Trump family, by other extremely influential people on the far right he's got a massive rumble channel i guess massive is relative but let me just check his big following isn't even on rumble anyways i believe it's on telegram but okay he's got sixty thousand followers on rumble that's pretty big considering that rumble's audience is only a few hundred thousand per month or something i don't even know what rumble is up to now it's significantly smaller than youtube the fact that he's even got sixty thousand is deeply impressive i f- think i follow him on telegram okay he's got 50 5,500 followers on the gram. All right, I'm going to join that channel. Some of the stuff he says is absolutely unhinged. So anyway, that's why we talk about him, because he's been legitimized by people in the political sphere who already have some level of legitimacy. Listen to what he had to say early June 2023. Check this out. This is after Donald Trump was indicted on 37 counts for mishandling classified documents, espionage, and stuff like that, I believe.
8: If I were the commandant of the Marine Corps, okay, what I would do is order every single marine assigned to the marine corps barracks to go grab freaking biden throw him in freaking zip ties into the back of a freaking pickup truck
0: boy he likes the word freaking doesn't he okay Mm
8: -hmm. and get him out of the white house i would order that right now um, and if the Marines don't do it, as a matter of fact, can I call the freaking Marine Corps right now?
0: Yeah, Dude, how many, how many freakins was that? Somebody please tell me how many freakins we're up to now. Can you call the freaking Marine Corps?
8: Don't do it. As a matter of fact, can I call the freaking Marine Corps right now? No. Comment on no,
0: the Marine I, Corps. I have to tell
6: you something. If, if if I was in charge of a department there, and let's say I was in the in the three or four-star general level, hmm. I would probably walk in and sh-
0: he would take millie out literally like you know do something crazy that's what he wants to do to the leader of the joint chiefs of staff is that his position i don't remember what his position is that is unglued from reality i don't know what else to call it
6: and i would aggressively take over the entire group yeah if it were legal right and i would take him out and i would order an absolute i would have my hit list
0: yeah. See, that's how they get away with saying this very obviously violent stuff, right? If it were legal. I saw the same thing not too long ago with this guy from the nifb steven anderson's little cult he says i want to legally after a trial put people in front of a firing squad you know put the lgbt community in front of a firing squad that's what he wants to do that's what they say that's how they get around it it's like the old 4chan meme where they say something really really insane and then they say in minecraft i want to do this absolutely insane thing in minecraft I mean, this is like a known method of avoiding accountability that's been documented by the FBI and a bunch of other groups. If it were legal, he would want to do this. Right.
6: I'd have a hit list ready and I would make them go after everybody that was on the list. The the, uh,
0: the Dirty 51, Schiff, Pelosi. He's talking about getting the Marine Corps together to go and take these people out that he's listing. This is insane. How are these people... Is this even legal? Like, direct threats of violence like this aren't legal, are they? Schiff, Pelosi schumer literally
6: nobody would be left when i got done i would snatch them all how is this legal
0: this is insane dude that's after trump's indictment for espionage i mean this is not his first time his rhetoric is escalating he's getting more and more extreme but he's been on this path of getting more extreme for a while now late march 2023 This is after the Stormy Daniels indictment, where he was indicted in New York for... God, I don't even remember what it was now. Lying on campaign records, using campaign funds to pay for something or other. I don't remember what it was.
8: Ladies and gentlemen, they're not going to stop. You must be mentally prepared, because they're going to just keep doing it. They'll arrest your president. They'll... Take away your guns and ship them to the Taliban, of course.
0: Okay, wow. That went from zero to 100 in like three seconds flat. How did we go from arresting somebody for breaking a law to taking your guns and shipping them to the Taliban? What? That's what they do. All you
8: law- law-abiding citizens, by the way, turn in your guns and turn them into Mr. Freaking
0: Goat Plugger. Dude, this guy loves the word "freaking," And I feel like what he just said was really racist, but I don't exactly know how yet
8: him into mr. freaking goat plugger uh taliban 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 Taliban.
0: i don't Understand, but I feel like what I just listened to was deeply, deeply racist or deeply bigoted or something. I don't know. I, I I can't really make sense of it. I'm not sure if I should have played that or not. Wow, man, this guy is something else.
8: Joe Biden, the gun grabber.
0: What has Joe Biden done to grab guns? Nothing. He look. He's talking about it as though Joe Biden has sent a military force around everybody's door and is forcing them to drop their gun in a bag and then taking the guns back to the White House. And he's sitting in a, poured all of the, everyone's guns into a big swimming pool area and he's diving into them Scrooge McDuck style, like they're golden coins or something. That's what he's acting like. This is ridiculous. Biden hasn't done almost anything on guns. I mean, he can't. His hands are tied here. Honestly, the fact that he thinks that Biden is trying to take people's guns is just so many levels of disconnected from reality. I don't even know what to do with it. I mean, have we already seen enough disconnected from reality? I didn't think it could get worse than him saying that they're going to activate the graphene oxide by turning on the 5G networks. I didn't think we could get worse, but this is this is up there.
8: These leftist gun grabbing Maoists, you will never have a peaceful resolution with they're going to come and kill you
0: okay how how are leftists going to do that if all of the guns have been grabbed this makes no sense it is pure unadulterated fear-mongering that's it that's pete santilli baby that's what he's been talking about and he's been escalating more and more and more and more that one was from march this one is from early april 2023 check this one out
8: every single one of you that's wearing a badge and a gun be forewarned we the people are rising serve us
0: sooner or later
8: serve us it's not sooner or later it's now it's april 1st 2023 and it's not by my choice i'm escalating things because they're escalating taking away my freedom.
0: This isn't happening. Who is they? Are are they in the room with us right now, Pete? No one is escalating anything. No one is taking your freedoms away. This guy is literally describing, you know, taking guns and going house to house and, and doing something absolutely crazy. That's what he's saying he wants to do. And he says, yes, I am escalating. I am calling for this thing. If it were legal, of course, because they're taking my freedoms away. What freedoms? What freedoms have been taken?
8: I wanted to wait till 2024. But no, they want to meddle in my election in 2023.
0: I think this is about Trump being indicted on the Stormy Daniels stuff. I mean, th- this isn't election meddling.
8: Not sooner or later. Now, I'm lighting the candle. Will you join me?
0: He's saying he's starting a civil war. He wants to start the civil war now, saying do it now.
8: This is Ceausescu. He was escorted out. And he was brought by the military who refused to fire upon the squad anymore, uh, uh, on the crowd anymore. And the police stood down and the military stood down. You and in, mil- in, in the military, you need to work for us and protect us. Ceaușescu was taken to the concrete wall.
0: Dude, I have no idea what kind of fantasy land he's living in right now. This all sounds like deep lore that's in the QAnon world that I'm not privy to. And I know a lot about QAnon, dude. I follow some absolutely crazy QAnon accounts. If I don't know what he's talking about right now, this has got to be some deep, deep lore.
8: Ceaușescu was taken to the concrete wall and executed. As a symbol of what I'm talking about. I want to set up a scenario where the military and the police have no choice but to execute Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton through proper process.
0: Through proper process. See, that's how he hedges. He he keeps everything above board and perfectly legal by saying through proper process, Uh, legally of course, or in Minecraft.
8: I'm not in charge of that. I know what I'm in charge of, my vote. And I think I share a lot in common with 150 million other people that don't want communism.
0: Communism is never on the table in the U.S. If you thought it was, then you live in an alternate reality.
8: And if we come together and we say that the military and police are to set up a law that requires when you get overthrown by we the people and a constitutional restoration happens, that you should be swiftly brought to a concrete wall and hold a little hearing and fire away. I hope that you listen to the people.
0: So he's saying if you don't do exactly what he says, then he's going to order the military, who's most definitely on his side, to take you out. That's basically what he's saying. I mean, I guess it's not any worse than what he said uh in early february 2023 about pfizer Uh, seriously how has this guy not been arrested for the things that he's said Uh, there's a line with free speech right i believe in free speech to my dying breath i believe in it and i will fight for people's right to speak even if it's vile language. I believe free speech doesn't exist so we can talk about apple pie. It exists so that speech that is not very popular can be spoken. I believe in people's right to stand on a street corner and scream like a lunatic. But there is a line, and the line is endorsing violence, calling for violence in some way. I don't care if you say in minecraft afterward or legally of course or after due process i don't care it means nothing to me you're calling for violence it's what you're doing and in my opinion at that point the point that santilli has already passed you should be arrested for that it, like you can't say certain things yelling fire in a crowded theater and i think one of the things you shouldn't be allowed to say is You shouldn't be allowed to stand in front of a gigantic audience of 30,000 or 60,000 or 100,000 people and say, somebody needs to do something about blah. It's called stochastic terrorism. Filthy
8: Pfizer Satanists, okay? Triple boosting people, bunch of satanic chimeric parasite injecting, uh, snake
0: venom peptide eugenicists. Wait, peptide... Eugenesis snake what he what's eugenicist disgusting people. It's time. You know what we need to do? Um, here we go.
8: Pfizer is just a manufacturing plant for Satan. Okay? We need to shut that friggin' place down. Shut it down. Destroy Pfizer now. Do it now. Do it now. Go over the wall. Get into their freaking buildings. Unplug all their freaking equipment. Let's go. It's time to storm the Bastille, is it not? Mm. Huh? Oh, that's illegal. Really? They're killing people and bragging about it and sponsoring this freaking crap right here. They should be shut down for sponsoring this level of Satanism.
0: Is- it was just a Grammy performance that he's talking about here. And yeah, Pfizer sponsored the Grammys. Oh my God. Seriously, he he lives in an alternate reality where people are being killed. They're not. And he's using that as a justification for violence. How is it not illegal what he just said? That is illegal, right? There are lines to free speech. You can't directly call for violent action, and isn't that what he's doing? Am I wrong? Am I incorrect? Is he not calling for violent action right now? Storm the Bastille, somebody do it now, do it now. Get into Pfizer, climb over the wall, unplug their equipment, how is that not illegal? How is he still on air right now?
8: For sponsoring this level of Satanism that should never occur here on Earth. Pfizer corporatism must be destroyed. Must be destroyed.
0: So, yeah, that's Pete Santilli, absolutely unglued from reality in every way. And he seems to be escalating since Donald Trump, you know, indicted on those 37 counts for the documents. The reason I'm talking about him in the first place is because there is an undercurrent of MAGA extremists. It's a group of people that we are not really paying attention to. You know, we pay attention to, like, Fox News or Newsmax, or, or One American News Network, or something. We watch that stuff for the crazy things that they say. We're not thinking about the undercurrent that exists, about the Pete Santillis and the Julie Greens, and the Hank Kunimans, and the Kenneth Copelands. These are people who have supported Trump to the death, and will continue to support him no matter what. Spread conspiracy theories to their little pockets of extremists, this is the undercurrent that exists. This is the MAGA world. Fox News could go either way, DeSantis or Trump. You know, they like to hedge their bets. Newsmax is pretty pro-Trump, but you get the occasional dissent on there. These people are the real MAGA nutcases these people are the ones that really influence the MAGA movement that's why we need to talk about them anyway, let me know what you think about Pete Santilli in the comments I think he is unglued from reality and he should honestly be in jail for some of that stuff that he said really that's all I've got for you if you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it don't forget to check me out on Patreon and take a look at my YouTube channels Owen Morgan where I talk about religious issues Telltale Fireside Chat where I talk about politics Telltale Unfiltered, where I do long-form breakdowns of stuff like this, and Telltale Reads, where I read books by televangelists and others. I release everything in parts, but every part stands independently of the last, so you can jump in anywhere and I'll make sure it makes sense. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of all my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything. All links are in the description. Okay, thanks for watching, guys.